Wicked Deep is not an ordinary podcast about dating. Let's Get Wicked Deep is a dating podcast where tough questions are asked and honest answers are given. It's a place to begin meaningful conversations and lasting impressions. Let's Get Wicked Deep, a healthy dating resource. Welcome to another episode of Let's Get Wicked Deep, a dating podcast. I'm excited today because I have an amazing guest on my show. Um, we've been talking for a little bit and it's been so fun getting to know her. Uh, but on my show today, talking about uh, becoming a men's advocate and having a voice for men is dating coach Ask Miss Cassandra. Hello, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Thanks for reaching out, and I cannot wait to talk to your followers. You are so welcome. I'm really, really excited because I feel like we have that in common where we both want to have a voice for men in the dating world and men in general. So why don't you tell us a little bit about um, how you became an advocate for men? You know, actually, I cannot take the credit. I sincerely feel like God made me that way. I was born this way. I think I've, you know, even growing up, I've, um, as young as I can remember watching me and my cousins, I've always felt like my cousins, my guy cousins were treated differently than my sisters and my girl cousins. And I didn't look at it in a positive sense. I felt like there was something intuitively that I realized at a young age, which was, which did eventually come true, which is that by them being spoiled, they were going to be ill-prepared, you know, getting older because the conversations to us as girls was you need to go to school because you need to learn how to keep your house neat because, and it was all around, um, you know, whether it was your spouse or just being able to take care of yourself or being an independent woman, but there, they didn't really have that grooming. So I kept thinking, well, if we have to do all of these things to be these power professionals, power, power, super moms, what are what are they getting all this leisure for? What are they going to do with that? And um, and a lot of my guy cousins do complain now, and a lot of men complain that they feel ill-equipped to, um, and they are very far removed from what they from from the mark of where they feel like they should be as men. Wow, so that's so interesting that you were able to pick up on that when you were younger. Yeah. Wow, that's so amazing. So knowing all this information and seeing it essentially firsthand, this is what kind of drew you into becoming an advocate for men to kind of teach them the stuff that they were lacking. Absolutely. Wow. So what kind of things do you specifically help men with? Like what, what is the biggest thing that you feel men struggle with as far as like relationships go? I think the biggest thing, so typically how I, how I, um, appeal to my audience in terms of what I do is I say that, you know, my name is Asmus Cassandra and I inspire men to create incredible memories with their loved ones. Um, and that really came from just the notion of all the memories that I feel like my dad has given me. He's still with me, thank God. Um, but as I've grown in my, in my practice, I think the thing that men struggle with the most is two things. One, expressing their emotions and two, getting their needs met. Um, a lot of times the, uh, if a man makes, makes it my way, he really is a good guy because he recognizes that there is something that he's not doing well and he wants to make a change. He doesn't know, doesn't know how that doesn't mean that good guys that don't come to me are bad guys. I just mean that I don't really attract guys in my DMS that are, are soliciting for sex or I haven't, I don't think I've ever 
to date spoke to a man whose complaint was lack of sex it had it's like it never has anything to do with what he wants to receive it has to do with what he wants to provide that he recognizes there's something missing and what happens is is that they're constantly um one misinterpreting the needs of their wife or their girlfriend or um coupled with that they are also um not equipped to make their needs known to have their needs met to feel fulfillment in their relationship yeah that makes a lot of sense because it's been i guess taught instilled in young boys since they're little that they're not supposed to express their emotions they're not supposed to say how they feel because they're supposed to be tough and expressing emotions makes men weak is what they're taught to believe yes and that's definitely a struggle i noticed that like you know this day and age like i have three boys and they they're older so they they're dating and stuff like that and it's interesting to see like what it looks like for men to be out there dating and kind of the expectations that women have of men i think to a degree it's getting a little bit out of control with the stuff that some women quote unquote require from a man. Like, you know, of course doing what I do and doing what you do. I'm sure we've both seen our fair share of, you know, um, I'm looking for a guy that's this tall, has this kind of job, this kind of car. I, I deserve a lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. it's, there's a lot of pressure on men to be men and to provide all of these things for a woman. And it's, it's not right. It's completely unfair. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's um, it's such a struggle. We had I had um, years and years and years ago, I had a, a lady who told me when um I was dating that the best way to get a man is to treat him like crap, and I'm mm-hmm. like, what? And she's like, invite him over for dinner, and then make him a bag of popcorn. And she's like, the worse, the more you treat them poorly, the more they're going to want to be with you. So side note, she is currently divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always interesting to hear some of the quote unquote dating advice going around out there. Like you have to treat men like crap in order for the man to like you. And I do not find that to be true at all. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think that that notion has been misconstrued and I want to be very careful with how I explain this so overall no men do not need to be treated like crap but I am going to share something that another man shared with me who happened to be a trans woman so a woman but formerly a man said Mm -hmm. to me you men need to suffer Mm. men need to suffer but that is a conversation that you have to have with emotional and psychological responsibility Mm -hmm. because the suffering that you're causing is not with ill intention so it has nothing to do with treating him like crap what it has to do with is you know something I talk a lot about which is feminine and masculine energy which is giving him some time to miss you giving him some space to feel that agony. It okay. is the thing that causes, it is, it, 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 it's, the, it's the catalyst to causing him to reach out, to provide, right? In other mm-hmm. words, if you have everything, what is he going to provide? Mm-hmm. A man seeks to provide when he notices something is missing. 
if you have no problems, aka a suffering in some aspect, what is he going to solve? Mm -hmm. So men are driven by what's missing, what's hurting, what's bothering you because they seek to fix it. And this is a strong generalization. Um, you know, there are all kinds of men who, who, who move differently, but as a general rule of thumb and scope of thinking, the masculine energy seeks to sit, to fix, to solve. And because it's a masculine energy thing, women seek to do the same. So if you're a woman listening and you feel like, well, I'm not a man and I love doing that, you're totally fine. Um, but gentlemen need that as well. What happens is, is that um, women in this day and age, we are very much masculine. I'm a masculine woman. And as a result, we tend to um, fix everything for ourselves. As soon as we miss him, we lean in, we call. Um, if we don't get a bill paid, we pay for it quickly. We don't ask for support. We don't ask for help. We go, we get our groceries. We carry six bags in each hand. We bring it up our steps. We put it all away. We cook dinner. We're doing and doing and doing and doing that there is, it, it seems to the man that there's no suffering. There's nothing happening. There's no missing. He's, he doesn't have a chance to miss you. He doesn't have the chance to feel the agony. So it's beyond making a man feel like crap. It's about allowing suffering to occur so he has something to fix. Allow missing to happen so he has a reason to call. So that's a relief. <laughs> <laughs> because when you said suffering, I was like, oh, no, is this going to take a horrible turn with her trip? <laughs> I was like, this is not her. What is she doing to me right now? Hilarious. Yeah, I was like, what? who is this woman? Um, yeah, that, that's that's so like all of that stuff. I 100 percent agree with where it's it's not making a man like miserable in a way of like not feeding him, but making him you know, miss you and, and have that kind of suffering. Like, where is she? What's going on? Mm -hmm. um, and of course, I'm sure that there's a fine line between doing that in the right way and looking like it's in an actual game. I think it's, you know, giving him the gift of missing you yeah. and, you know, being busy with your own stuff. And if you don't have your own life, if you don't have your independence, then you won't be able to do that. On the flip side, you'll be sitting by the phone waiting for him to miss you and you'll be miserable. So, yeah, I think that's really so true. I, again, I'm really relieved at that form of suffering. So, yeah, that's I love that. That's really, really amazing because I think it's like, you know, men do go through a lot. And if you like someone, it's OK to show them that you like them. Yeah. You know, so we don't have to pretend like, oh, I don't like you and try to push them away. So they chase us, you know, so it's. It's like a dance, you know, but it has to be done, like choreographed in the right way. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I like that much, much better. So, um, so when men come to you, they're usually looking for help because they're dating. Is it you? Usually it's because their dating life is kind of off or they're trying to like find someone or figure out like what is up with them and why maybe they're attracting the same type of woman over and over again. Yeah, so my, my preferred client is not someone who's looking to date. There's a whole, there's a whole thing with that because a mm -hmm. lot of men struggle with picking. Um, and and I, I do not specialize in that. I specialize in working with men who have, who have the woman. They want this woman. This is her. They have a relationship. He wants commitment. Something is off. How do I fix it? What am I missing? 
So that is my preferred ideal client. And what they're often missing is they're um, unable to really hear clearly what her needs are. Um, and they receive mm. it. A lot of times they receive it as beat up. And they're also unable to say what they need as well. So I, it's a lot around communication and, and, and having needs being met. Because at the end of the day, when we are thinking about our loved ones, where we have an album in our minds of memories, of beautiful, gorgeous memories in this wonderful book, whether there's highs and lows, and that's what we're, that's what we want to leave behind. You know, it's um, it's interesting because a lot of times when people get together, they don't always know how to like understand each other or how to communicate. So a lot of times, a woman will tell a man her needs but not just come out and say it and vice versa I had a client who told me um you know my husband doesn't hug me when I cry Mm. and I'm like well does he know that you like to be hugged when you cry and she's like no why doesn't he just know that well he's not a psychic you know you have to communicate it and she's like we've been married for all these years and he still doesn't get it Mm -hmm. I'm like well you've been married for all these years and you still haven't said it so it's you know you can kind of look at it from from like both ends but if you unless you're able to say to your partner hey these are the things that i need or these are the things that i would like you to do in a nice sort of way they're not going to just know mm-hmm. absolutely yeah because i've seen where i've seen this meme and i don't know if you have as well but it said um never teach a man how to treat you he should already know that's nonsense and- absolute nonsense I totally agree with you and it's like every woman is different in the same way every man is different Mm -hmm. so if you if I treated the guy that I'm dating like I did to my ex like I did my ex-husband we would not be dating anymore so it's you have to treat people you have to heal and between relationships but you also have to get to know your partner get to know who they are and I feel get to know who you are when you're with them and really pay attention to how you feel when you're with them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, I just, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's complete nonsense. Yeah, it really is. And it, it just bothers me so much when, uh, when I see that and all these people are like, yes, this is so true. And cause it seems like nowadays people are so quick to say, well, I tried this for seven hours. I'm not getting everything I need. So I have to move on. Mm-hmm. You know, people so quickly want to trade in and they think they're going to trade up as if they're going to aisle seven at Target. And there's a whole slew of potential partners just waiting to be picked up. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't work like that. <laughs> no, no. I've been to Target. They do not have that aisle. <laughs> I even tried to Amazon Prime. It did not work. So you have to go out and kind of do like the old school dating, you know, you can't just find someone and really putting that effort and energy into someone and into getting to know who they are, you know, before you give up on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we, we, we are unfortunately dealing in a world where a lot of people are giving tons of opinions about what you should and shouldn't do. Should you stay? Should you go? And we're all heavily judging ourselves, judging our partners, judging our relationships, um, you know, using other people's relationships as a barometer, to ch- as a checkpoint to see whether or not the relationship is good enough or not. 
And it has us all more confused and left with more questions than answers. This is why I think, you know, I really think that people need coaches. If your parents haven't taught you about love, life, relationships, if you have a host of failed relationships, then you needed somebody from the outside to provide perspective and provide you with tools, not to tell you whether or not you should stay or to go, but more so to just share with you, you know, give you perspective and allow you to choose. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I think one of the biggest things is we go to the wrong people for relationship advice. I you know you had a post uh, recently that talked about getting a therapist, not an influencer mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. rather, where it's like, if we are taking and receiving our dating advice from memes, then we're probably not going to have the healthiest of relationships. And a single person who's currently dating, taking advice about dating from someone who's been married for 15 years, it's not really going to get you anywhere, but frustrated and most likely full of bad advice. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I put that post up. It was hard for me to put that post up too, because she, uh, the original poster recommended, you know, a therapist and I'm not a licensed therapist. Also, I am a trained, I've been cl clinically trained, classically trained to provide therapy. I just never got licensed to have my own reasons for that. Um, and it was hard for me mm -hmm. to post that because I don't fall in that bracket of being a therapist. Um, and also, I don't feel like just because I was trained that that makes me any better because I've seen lots of people who do relationship coaching that has given excellent advice. Um, but I did put that up there because in the social media world, these are some of the people that are giving some of the harshest advice. I won't even say anyone's name because I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. But there are some people who are just like who will ask questions like, why do women do this? Why won't women just leave the relationship? Why won't women mm. do X, Y, Z? And it's just like, well, if you have that many questions around why women do X, Y, Z, why don't you study the woman's mind? Why don't you study feminine energy? If you really want to know, you know, because women do not compartmentalize the way men, the way the masculine can. Um, we just are not built like that. Our brains are not built like that. And um, these are the people who are, who have the largest followings because they have the most controversy. Um, that's their shtick and um, mm. and what it all that it's doing is making women more and more agitated more frustrated and um, it doesn't make them happy there was a there's a very popular hip-hop um, rap and hip-hop culture urban cultured uh, couple sweetie and Quavo um, that I loosely know of and come to find out they were in such a toxic relationship but the, the portrayal mm -hmm. that they gave to us was that this seven, eight figure guy allegedly is hung based on her music and her songs for the only kind of man she will date mm -hmm. and who buys her Birkin bags, which as if anybody knows anything about the Birkin bag culture, you cannot go to any store and get a Birkin bag. You have to receive an invitation to purchase a Birkin bag. That's how exclusive it is. And that if a man cannot get her a Birkin bag, which is like 95%, you know, of any man that anybody could ever know, couldn't do it. I don't even know if anybody knows anybody that knows someone that knows someone who can get a Birkin bag is they don't have a chance with her. But yet this man mm -hmm. who is allegedly hung and absolutely has money that we can, at least that I can see, 
was cheating on her left and right, had her emotionally in shambles, in a, on a roller coaster, and she was not happy. And yet she was steadily, readily giving advice and having catchy songs, teaching women on what they should and should not have. That is a problem. Yes, that is a huge problem. And I did see the, um, the video that was released with them in the elevator. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that video mm-hmm. or not. But and I've been in a toxic, um, abusive relationship, and there is no handbag worth <laughs> dealing with that. Um, there is no penis size worth dealing with that. And the, the way that it feels on your mental is, is horrifying. And I think it's tough because sometimes when people at that caliber get into like the fame and all the stuff that they do, they have to keep up appearances so they can keep selling music and making money. But behind the scenes, it's all mm-hmm. like, you know, smoke and mirrors. And it's, it's, it's a tough one because it's so true. Cause we're, we have people out here giving out dating advice, but behind closed doors, the bad stuff is going on. And it's like, wait a minute, why am I taking you know advice from this person when this stuff is going on? As we know, like no one is perfect. So I do think like taking advice from somebody who's not in the, the spotlight like that is better because it, we're more human, you know? And like, like, I think you're amazing um, to my listeners. Uh, we had our pre-show and she gave me some amazing uh, relationship advice. Um, so I think it's, you know, and I know you're not perfect and I'm not perfect, but the realness is what matters. Like, Hey, you know what? This is my story. This is what I've been through and I can guide you down this road, you know? So it's, Definitely, I think I think you're definitely qualified to give out amazing um, dating advice, relationship advice. Thank you, advice. I appreciate that, and you too. You know, I feel like um, I think that what makes a person a great coach is one. You know, well, my you know when I talk to my friends, the way I coach and the way I talk to my friends are two different things. Because when I when I coach, I leave myself out of the mix as much as I can, but when I talk to a good friend I do give them more insight into my own relationship because it's not it's less than perfect um but I feel like some of the best coaches some of the best therapists are the ones that have been through some things because what we're Mm -hmm. what we're in search of is for somebody to be relatable and to like have the validation that you know we're not crazy (laughs) you know we're not you know because the weird thing about relationships is this on one side of the coin, you'll hear no relationship is perfect. Nobody is perfect, right? And on the other side of the mm-hmm. coin, when you are in an imperfect relationship with an imperfect person and you're dealing with the imperfections and you're communicating about the imperfections, the outsiders who do not have the emotional attachment will come and heavily judge the imperfections of the person in the imperfect relationship almost to the point where it, it it kind of like teases and hypnotizes you to want to leave because now you have the fear of looking like a fool. And in the back of your mind, yes. it's like, but if relationships are not perfect and nobody's perfect, wh- like, why can't I just complain about the situation and stay? You know, how do I know which one, which relationship is the one to keep and which one is the one to leave? It's so confusing. Yes. And so what a relationship yes. coach does is like, we validate, we, we validate the notion like you very I mean, provided that there's no emotional, psychological, financial, sexual abuse going on, you know, sans that where a person's not being vindictive or have some serious um, psychological um, um, challenges. 
outside of that, what a coach and a therapist provides is like a space for you to have perspective and to validate that you're allowed to love, love this hard, love this deep, be okay. And it's okay for you to be part of a person's process. Like I am in a relationship with someone um, where I choose to be part of his process of healing as I'm healing in my own way. I could Mm -hmm. um, say, hey, when you're ready and when you feel like you have a handle on things, you know, come back. And if I'm available, we'll see what's up. I could, you know, I could. But the love that I have for him compels me to say, I recognize that you're in the process of becoming the man that you see in yourself. I love the man that I see in you right now. We have some challenges. I have some challenges. Let's work through this together because at the end of the day, I want to be part of this process because I want us to resolve our challenges and issues. And the reason why I chose to do that is because I was married before my ex-husband and I, we were together for about 15 years. The things that my ex-husband hated about me are the very things that my current boyfriend loves loves adores cherishes about me Mm. so if I were to say right say if I left my ex-husband and I said hey could you give me a list of 10 things that you feel like you didn't appreciate or like about me that I could work on and fix what would those things look like and be if I designed that around his scope of thinking I would my current boyfriend would not be attracted to me so it doesn't mm-hmm. make it didn't make sense to me when I feel like you are this man is my person. I want to marry him. I want to be with him. I want a family with him. It didn't really make sense to me to do all of the work on my own and to heal because no matter what, how much healing I do on my own, he's still go his his ways are still going to trigger me. So why don't we just why don't I work on myself and we can work on the relationship and work on the triggers that we're causing for each other so that we can have a strong foundation before we get married. Yes. I love that. And that just shows like you don't have to be perfectly perfect or perfectly healed to be in a relationship that it's okay to show up to a relationship and be ready, but also be a work in progress. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that 100%. Well, we have um, officially run out of time. I'm so sorry to have to wrap this yes. up with you. But if anyone is interested in getting to know you better or to find you or to work with you, where yes, can they find you? Yes, thank you so much again for having me. And um, you can find You're me welcome. at on Instagram for right now at ask A-S-K Miss M-S Cassandra C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> but I rarely am so bad with Facebook, but I prefer Instagram. I like, I like that little um, two news come up with. That was perfect. <laughs> do you have a website not, at all or just the know, um, Instagram? Everybody keeps telling me I should do a website, but I'm like, why? You know, until I really feel like it's it's necessary. I just, I really like to interact yeah. with people. So I love Instagram. Yeah, that's perfect. Well, thank you so much again for your time today. I appreciate you so much. And I will be talking to you very soon. I cannot wait. You are my soul sister. And I look forward to this growth process with you. Yes, me too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode of Let's Get Wicked Deep, a dating podcast. 
To find out more information about anything you heard on today's show, please check out BeBraveCoaching.org.